Here at Siren Soapbox, we believe that if you wait until something is perfect to share it, then the world may never see it. This episode isn't our best work, but we sure are proud that we put ourselves out there. We are lifelong learners and explorers, and we lead by example. We want our early work to be proof of that. We've learned and grown so much over the last year, and if you're new here, we invite you to listen to our show starting with the most recent episode, then work your way back. You are not alone, because there is strength in sisterhood. No one knows that better than Annie, Becky, Jess, Lauren, Mary, and Tracy. Six lovely sirens who have been through the storms of life and help one another through the other side. Join them in this safe space to unwind with these uniquely minded women as they sound off on a different topic each week with some tips and tricks for everyday quandaries along the way. They don't always agree, but they will always love each other. Now, let's dive into another amazing episode of The Siren Soapbox. Hello and welcome to episode two of Siren Soapbox. We are so happy you guys are coming back to listen to us again. Uh, Thank you so much to our fans that are our suds. Is that what we decided to call everybody, our suds? Yes. Yes. Thank you to our suds that listen to episode one. If you've not caught that on Podbean, go ahead and check us out there. It gives us gives you guys a little bit more background on all your scuba sirens. And thank you so much to everybody that participated in the question of the week. Jess, why don't you tell us uh, a quick recap on, on our question of the week? So the question posed by MFH last week was... Uh, and Frank said how wonderful it is that nobody need wait a single moment before starting to improve the world. And Mary asked, what are you doing today to improve the world? We had a couple of responses from the sirens. And then um, Lindsay said, I made a small donation to help with Hurricane Ada, ETA, I don't know if that's the proper pronunciation, relief in Central America. It's not much, but will help, especially as folks prepare for Hurricane Iota next. Uh, So it sounds like some more um, unfortunate devastation coming that way. So she's making some small donations to um, assist in Central America. So if you haven't answered that question yet, definitely uh, hop over to our Facebook page and answer that. We definitely love hearing back from you. So... um, what are you doing, Jess? I answered that I am going to shop small this Christmas season. I actually have um, about 99% of my Christmas shopping done already. <laughs> Super excited about that. Um, I love not having to think about it. But I am um, focusing on doing as much as I can shopping small um, with small businesses hurting and um, also shopping small, about 70% of the funds from your purchase stay within your community. So it also helps your community. And we definitely all need that right now with uh, lots of people hurting right now. So Very nice. What are you doing, Lindsay? Well, I am, gosh, I couldn't think of one. 
the best thing I got is spreading awareness on conservation. So there's that. I think there's there's lots we can do to help help our world. So like I think shop. that's that's a non-answer, Elsie. How much how much time do we spend discussing like alternative use options and how to use more environmentally sustainable practices? We do that a lot. We do, and that could be a whole nother episode. <laughs> so yes, it could be. We could stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on the list. It's got a time limit on that one. <laughs> That's right. There's too much to get into right now, but uh, skip the straw and use a reusable bag. We'll start with that. There you go. And feel free to your reusable water bottle. There we go. Reef safe sunscreen. Now, what are you doing, Becky? <laughs> well, kind of along the same lines, uh, adopting a little bit more conscientious using, you know, environmentally friendly products. This could be a whole podcast on my part because I freaking love it, but uh, switching over to the bidet was a life changer. If you haven't tried one, you should totally try one. <laughs> but in the toilet paper crisis of 2020, I have virtually eliminated the need for, <laughs> for paper products. So I'm pretty proud of myself. Unpaper towels. Um, you, I've switched over to making my own laundry detergent. I'm making a lot of my own health and beauty products from stuff that I have in uh, the cabinet, trying to eliminate single-use plastic, um, trying to reduce my carbon footprint and make more reuse, re, re, the, uh, reuse and repurposing items. Uh, you guys made fun of me for my, my paste jar with uh, orange juice in it, but I because, love. It's because your orange juice container had water in it and your salsa <laughs> container had orange juice in it. I was so confused. <laughs> I love the mismatch reused jars. So yeah, but all of those things. I could go on, but that's, that's what I've started doing. Annie, Murr, Tracy. What are you guys doing? Saving the world. All right, I'll go. I, what I put on the Facebooks is that I harvest rainwater and I use that to water all of my plants. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's both indoor and outdoor. And it sometimes takes me like near an hour to water everything outside with the um, rain, using the rain barrel because I build a two gallon water jug. So I do it two gallons at a time, but it is, it's so peaceful and it's my time with, you know, my piece of property and my land. So that's good. Those are all good things, but on an even smaller, more um, molecular level. Yes. Or Saturday when we went for a walk at the park where we were camping, I complimented someone's sweater and I hope that she walked away with a smile on her face after that. And maybe she'll pass it on. I didn't notice that. It was very nice. That was very nice. It I was, was very thinking nice. I wish I could be more like that. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Annie, what are you doing to improve the world? I'm definitely not complimenting strangers because that would involve talking to strangers. 
little uh, introvert. <laughs> uh, volunteering, really. Trying to volunteer my time, volunteer, and as well as, you know, contribute financially as much as possible to causes, especially local here. Lovely. What about you, Tracy? I am, I'm in the process of reading a bunch of books on happiness and the, the last book I read, not the one I'm currently reading, but before that was a book by Max Lutato called How Happiness Happens. And at the end of the book, he gives what he calls a hundred people happiness challenge. It's a hundred happy people challenge. That's what it's called. And you are supposed to do something to affect the happiness level of 100 people in 40 days. So I've started that challenge. And um, yesterday I, I noticed um, somebody was selling something here locally uh, on like one of those buy and sell groups on Facebook. And so then I contacted, somebody said they wanted to buy it for uh, our kids clinic. So then I contacted the person and said, hey, if the woman who wants that shelf for the kids' clinic buys it, then I'll give you the cash. And just let her know that somebody gave the cash and she can just have it. And so I did that yesterday. Today, oh, that was very thoughtful. Today, um, somebody walked into my office and they noticed this little package of five grain crackers that I got from, uh, what's the name of that store we went to when we were in the state? Um... What's that? Anyway, it's a store. Yeah, Trader Joe's in the States. Hi, Dino. I bought, these, I, bought these, I bought these packages of crackers for somebody at work, and she gave one back to me because she said they're really good. Somebody walked into my office today and said, oh, my gosh, where did you get these? And I gave them to her. Um, and I also challenged a kid to make her day a happy day and told her I was going to check in with her at the end of the day to see if it was. And I, when I checked in, she said, Yes, she had a happy day. So, oh, good. So but anyway, it's it's the hundred happy people challenge. That's what I'm doing. I love that. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's fun and very rewarding. So I think everyone weighed in on what we're doing, right? On last week's question. Yep. So today's topic is a topic I think everybody can relate to in the in the world. And that um, is, how are you coping with the new norm? And so that's what we're going to discuss today. And I'm going to get us started with, uh, with how I'm coping with the new norm. So I live on a small rock in the middle of the Caribbean Sea. And when I thought about this question, how I'm coping with the new norm, uh, I have to say there's not really been such a thing as a norm since I've been here. So I moved here, and um, about a month after I moved here, we had two Category 5 hurricanes, and I went 96 days without power. And then um, the following year, we had somebody, it was actually my boss where I worked, suddenly quit her job that day, and we all got an email saying, basically, I'm out. And so we were kind of rebuilding what we did at, at, at work. Um, I, I really haven't experienced a normal year on this island. So I don't know that it's the new norm also. It's, I think it's a temporary weirdness. And I think that historically we've had temporary weirdnesses, 
But I would say the most difficult part of all of this for me has been how quickly and easily the government has been able to take away our liberties. I don't know that that's going to be the popular feeling from everyone, but um, for me, it's really disturbing that suddenly the government can say, no, you cannot do this and you cannot do that and you must do this. And that's really troublesome to me that the government has that kind of power. And um, I also find it extremely disturbing the way people have turned against people. Um, and what I mean is here on our island, we had a weekend that you weren't allowed to go to the beach because it was a big weekend for going to the beach and it, it might be crowded. And so one woman was out in the sea on a paddleboard and she was not near anyone. But because we had this, you can't go to the beach thing for that weekend, somebody took her picture and posted on Facebook to shame her when she was probably doing something much more healthy than the average person. And so that kind of behavior also has been a big concern for me. So, um, but the way I've been coping is just by reading my books and taking an online class on happiness and focusing on how to make my life a happier life. That's what I've been doing. Next is Marriage. All right. So unlike Tracy, my life had a nice cadence to it until March when I was told that I needed to work from home because they looked at the population of um, employees and who could do their job from home and I was named one of them and I'm a very social person. So it had, I think overall it's had um, a negative impact. It was fine at first, but um, being at home every day kind of by yourself is daunting for someone like me. So I have a few tips that I, I'm trying to work on myself. Um, number one is just be prepared. Um, I, I've learned that like tonight I was, tonight's a little different because I was um, helping Mark out with something, but I have so many instances where I just wasn't prepared for like going into meetings or um, I, I don't know. I just feel like because the cycle, like the, 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 the cadence is broken. I have, I found it harder to be prepared. So that's the first thing, just be prepared. Um, number B, just start something. Don't sit around wasting time. And I did so much of that. And, and I look back at this time that we spent in quarantine and I could have spent so much time doing things that are more productive and trace talk to people, connect with people, text is fine. Um, but actually calling someone on the phone is so important. So I reached out to actually Tracy. I reached out to Tracy because, um, I trust her with my life and asked her if we could start a mentorship program. So we make it a point to meet once a week and we're trying to hold each other accountable for our goals and that is how I'm coping. Um, let's see. Is it Jess? Jess is next, I think. 
It's me. Elsie is next. Sorry, I'm doing the alphabet backwards. <laughs> be prepared. I've written that down. All right. So <laughs> I didn't think about it until Tracy said something about it being weird for her for a couple years. And I'm going to have to agree with that because in 2018, my husband deployed. And a year before that, it was all this preparing for this unknown and then it was the unknown and then he came home and it was getting used to that so i've had very many years of um not not norms and then january february march we were kind of like getting back into our cadence like mary said and um and then the entire world shut down and i was furloughed from my job and um my son has asthma and we decided to keep him at home and he's now doing online school from home. So having to adjust to that, I um, took a lot of classes. I got my wildlife conservation certificate through Penn Foster. I um, got my wildlife rehab certificate, life coaching certificate, got my 107 unmanned pilot license so I can fly drones. And I'm currently doing uh, Ohio certified volunteer naturalist program and the master herpetologist program so i'm constantly trying to stay busy to fill in that void of of time but there were a few months especially at the very beginning where i'm like oh what am i doing and i was feeling so depressed and so like bleh and what worked for me is writing down everything like okay i read this book i am going to write that down and i'm going to keep track of um, all the things that I did so that I am still, I can look back and say, okay, I accomplished some things. Um, so I started my business with complete courage and the blog and also the Etsy store with the same name. Um, my husband and I are starting a drone photography business. My husband's getting his master's now, um, which is helping to supplement our mortgage cause we're both still unemployed. Um, so I'm so proud of him. He's fulfilling his dream and he, it's, with the GI Bill, it's helping us um, pay our mortgage. But we go camping a lot, boating, hiking, kayaking. We're trying to stay outside as much as possible, um, which apparently everybody else is too. So all the trails are usually pretty packed. So we, we tend to stay at our campsite. But um, And the last thing that I, my tip, I guess, is try and schedule something to look forward to, um, whether it's a camping trip or a phone call with your girlfriends or something, something to look forward to, I think helps keep that hope going. So Jess, you are up. Well, I'm going to be woefully, you know, I guess, unactive compared to Elsie as usual, because, you know, nobody's as active as her. Um, but basically, um, for me, you know, thankfully, I, you know, still have had a job through this entire thing. Um, I did, for the most part, I have been still in the office, which has been a pretty sore point with, um, with my job. Um, and at the beginning of all this, it was, it was causing me a lot of anxiety, which caused me to uh, regretfully cut myself off from a lot of people, um, including my girlfriends here, um, who are like my second family. So, um, you know, that I've always been a very high strung person as everybody knows. 
Um, but it, you know, was causing me a lot of anxiety and, and a lot of, um, just angst talking to people. So I just kind of cut myself off from everybody and everything other than just focused on work and, and getting through everything. So, um, and eventually realized that that was, was not going to help anything. It was not going to help my mental state. It was not going to help, um, help me get through the month. So, um, definitely as Elsie said, you know, give yourself something to look forward to. You know, I reconnected myself with everybody. Um, my husband is amazing and, you know, has, has helped me with balancing my anxiety and, you know, giving me ideas for seeing my friends and family while still, you know, keeping everything safe. And, um, you know, just last night we, um, I had to figure out Thanksgiving plans, you know, cause that's coming up. So I got off the phone with my mom after figuring out we weren't going to be able to do Thanksgiving and went downstairs and cried and he proposed a different idea and, you know, God bless him. He's, he's like, well, how about we just do this? Like, well, I didn't think about that. I just wanted to cry. So, <laughs> you know, just again, you know, like Elsie said, just plan yourself something to, to look forward to and, and just have to think outside the box and ways to stay connected and, um, you know, whatever, whatever brings you joy and makes you happy. So that's what I have. Well, I can relate to every single one of you. My experience has been incredibly positive all across the board. I was running at such a breakneck pace. In February, I actually quit my second job because I was working every, I had one day off a week. I worked 10 hour shifts at my full-time job. And for both jobs, I live out in the country. So I was gone between 12 and 14 hours a day at best. So I never felt like I had any time. I always felt like I had, I was, I was leaving things unfinished and always having to focus on my next course of action where I have to be and I can't be present. And I am very grateful that the company I work for um, did offer us the opportunity to work from home and they have continued to let us work from home throughout. I have not had to go back into the office uh, too many days. And I have really been able to reconnect with myself and slow down and remember how wonderful it is, the little things, to sit on my back porch and drink my coffee in the morning and watch the sun come up and uh, the reverse at night because I'm home and I don't have to be running a million miles an hour. And because I didn't have, I, I don't have the excessive time in the car. I did have to adjust a little bit on, you know, when I am, I do a lot of my, my podcast listening, you know, audiobook, you know, consumptions and my phone calls on my commute so I did have to kind of readjust that but I was able to pick up new hobbies I was able to work through projects and reorganize my house and take up you know 
things that have been weighing on my mind and stressing me out and felt like I never had time for, I've been able to do all of those. I've been able to realize all of those. And I have remembered, and this, Annie, I'm sure that you will, <laughs> you will touch on. I realized how much <laughs> I love being alone. So that's my, uh, that's my experience with COVID. I think that means you're good, Becky. That's, that's, that's science. You know it. I was looking forward to the meh. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to make up a sound? <laughs> yeah, because I don't think I can go until I know Becky's time's over. It is 100% your turn, Annie. <laughs> I didn't hear the noise. Meh. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> um, so I don't really know with the coping, which is the worst thing to say at a podcast. Like, hi. I have no idea. Um, because life has very much changed from where it was for me at the beginning of this whole thing. Cause I mean, I was living at home and now I bought a house. So yeah, that, that's the, really where I am. The so sucks kind of probably like, don't know that living at home means that you are living with your mom. Yes. Until like, what was it? June? Yeah. End of June. So it's kind of like life is just different now. I have different priorities, um, which I think has been good through all of this, that I don't notice as much of, you know, the whole people putting restrictions on us or stuff because it's like, oh, I don't care. I got house projects. <laughs> so I think it's kind of, it's, it's my new hobby. Becky picked up other hobbies. I picked up a very expensive one that likes to fall apart during windstorms. Um... <laughs> It was a massive windstorm we had this past weekend, though. It was. I, I definitely thought, though, part of my siding was going to go into my neighbor's car. But it didn't. So it was But good. we didn't lose the tree, though, right? Yay. No, I still have all of my trees, as far as I know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, having a hobby, maybe not a house as a hobby, but a hobby. <laughs> and... It, it has been a good chance to reconnect with people. I think I've talked to my brother more in the past, like, couple of months than I have in years. And he now lives in Utah, and before he lived here. So, it works out. <laughs> but, yeah, I have I have no tips. I've got nothing. Apparently, buy a house. You forget there's COVID. <laughs> Annie likes that they put the groceries in her car now for free. I do. That is very nice. I know. Looking at the positives of this, working at home, and they put the groceries in my car. Where do you shop? Kroger. Oh. Do you not do ClickList? Click oh, okay, ClickList. Yeah. No, because um, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it. I'm just going to say it. My order's been screwed up every single time. I do ClickList, so I don't do Mine it anymore. No. I've tried it twice, and I'm like, no, that's not for me. I know and why. And then I'll go into the store and it's there. Yeah. Why? Why? Is this like at Starbucks where they get your name wrong on purpose? Um, no. Uh, Did that I be don't know. question? What is your Starbucks name? <laughs> what? What is your Starbucks name? I don't, I don't have a I Starbucks. Just, I feel I don't like have... everyone else, Kroger was completely unprepared for this. And yeah. then they offered it for free, and everyone was like, yes. 
and then Quicklist happened. And then so why the they renamed it? They have it was bad. May not have the same idea of grocery shopping as I do. Like I know what my what my viable substitutes are. Yes, but not everybody does. But whatever. Well, we also totally. pick out some bad produce, but you know. Yeah. They ended up like quadrupling the click list order capacity and they did not properly staff the stores which is why it's been such an issue especially at certain stores oh this was before covid oh yeah and i'm like i'm not even gonna try during covid because i know it's gonna be insane all right let's not let's not spend the rest of our time bashing the uh the grocery store. Bashing click list. <laughs> I still like it because they put the groceries in my car. I have heard other good. I do too. My sister-in-law like says too. it was good, so it helped her out when she was needing it. So, well, when you're quarantined and you're not allowed to go in the them. store, it's helpful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my friend's like, I have four kids. So I'm not going in the store. They can put the groceries in the car. <laughs> I like that. And Becky, I like what you had to say about you were at a breakneck pace and now you've had to slow down because I look back now and I'm like, I do not understand how I did everything before with working full time and the two hour drive to and from work and having a life and doing that. Like, I have no idea how I did it before. And I don't want to go back. (laughs) I don't either. Like, I have time, like you said, to watch the sunset or rise or more set than rise because I sleep in. But uh, I'm still working. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get time to do things now that, you know, smell the roses. Right? I love smelling the roses. And the same, Annie, you know, you were talking about being able to connect with people. You know, my my family, my extended family, they got in Zoom calls. We got to get together a couple times. My siblings check in pretty regularly. My parents. It's been really, really nice to be able to reconnect with people and just realize that when you're not constantly thinking five steps ahead of where you have to be in the same day to get everything done, how much you really have time to enjoy what you're doing. Oh, yeah. present. And I think in that too, all of the news about COVID, like at first it was like, all I could do is just keep reading all of the news. And then it became very repetitive of like, oh, it's bad out there, stay inside. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, I don't really need to read this anymore. So you have that time that normally you spend like, okay, what's going on? What's new? And there's nothing. So instead, you just start to reconnect with, like you were saying, who you are and having that time to be yourself. You get stronger and into doing podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yes. When well, else you, you love it, don't lie. The new hobbies. One thing I learned is that Rachel Ray is my best friend. She doesn't know it yet, but I will um, make sure. I, I will fight her. I will fight you over Rachel Ray. Well, Rachel Ray is pretty badass, and I watch her show every day now, and she has taught me, actually, she didn't teach me this, but she reminded me how much I love cooking, That and that's been really fun. It's been nice to, um, I feel like because I'm home already working, 
that I have more time to like throw together a meal, like a real meal. And um, I don't know, that's been fun. I can attest that Mary's cooking is flipping amazing because I had one of her grilled cheeses this weekend and it was the bomb and she makes really good cookies too. Those cookies were the bomb. The bomb. Cinnamon you... sugar, those butter cookies. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should try her uh, bonfire apple pie a la mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was good. And Jess, I totally can relate to what you said too about having to kind of cut off from the world for a while. And I think that's okay. And your true friends are still going to be there for you at the end of it. Cause you got to do what you got to do to be okay. I think every single one of us has taken that time Absolutely. and look where we are right now. We're all still together. But uh, yeah, it says it in our intro. We've been through the storms of life and we still love each other. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking better. <laughs> I feel like we need to add damn it to the end of that. We still love each other. Damn it. We have to rewrite the intro. <laughs> We've been through the storms of life. Damn it. Katie. <laughs> we pay him to add that in there. Damn it. Still meet every Monday night to talk about it. <laughs> Tracy, I can't believe that some woman was out in the middle of the ocean and somebody took a picture to get her out. Like, she's not going to affect anybody out there. I know. It was the most ridiculous thing I've heard. They completely shamed her for it. It, But then people commented and shamed the shamer. So it did come back around to her. But I don't know. I think it's really sad to see stuff like that. It is. is. And there's so much of that lately. And because COVID happened during the election year, I think it's just amplified to the nth degree. And there's so much separation right now. I really hope the shamer in that case was standing on the beach where they weren't supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) Like, look at this lady out there. That's not right. I'm going to stand on the beach. Why are you there, sir? That's funny. (laughs) <laughs> there's always going to be those people on the internet and that's so well, or in real life there are just those people <laughs> yeah yeah. I mean there is that that's... so I, I just finished reading a book Tracy and I both read it it was called Begin With Yes by is it Paul Tracy yeah. Paul S. Boynton were you able and... to find it online <laughs> I, I was. I had to reset my filter. <laughs> and then I found it. And he says that when you, I'm paraphrasing, obvious, well, it may not be obvious, but I am. I'm paraphrasing. You attract what you put out to the universe. So those shamers are probably just miserable people with full, uh, their life is full of people that are probably just like them. And I am sad for those people because they probably have a really hard time seeing the happiness in everyday things. So I feel like we're lucky there. Sure. That's a good point. That sounds like, what is it? The secret too? Yeah, it is actually. I'm going to buy that book this week. I'm pretty excited about it. 
I haven't, and I've never so, read it. So two the things secret? I'm doing this week. Yeah. You should do that. Because I don't think I've ever read it either. So two All things I'm doing this week is I'm going to buy The Secret. There's a, there's a nice hard copy version of it at our local bookstore. So I'm going to buy small and local and get that book. And I'm going to watch Yes Man again. Because that's what I do when, when anything in my life gets uh, stressful or down. No, but when things get difficult, I watch Yes Man. I like it. That's the one with Jim Carrey, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good one. I need. I feel like I need to see that too. We should. <laughs> we should all do that and come back and report. <laughs> I like it. Is it on Netflix? Oh, right. That sounds like like fun. Yeah, Let's it does. do it. That could be a. That could be a maybe a bonus For, episode. What's it Let's on? It. All right. What What is Yes Man on? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix. I I bought it on Google Play Movies because it's my it's like my life philosophy movie. It's my all time favorite. So, all right, all right. Well, we'll figure that part out offline and um, work through that. But I'm excited about it. Sweet. Are we I ready? Totally program. Are we ready for the question of the week or no? Not yet. Anybody have anything else to say about the new norm? Nobody wants to get into anything too heavy, huh? <laughs> I would say, the only thing I'd have to add is my mantra, and you know, I have seen some of the shamers, some of the people who are just absolutely ridiculous and not making anything less difficult for anybody or themselves. But that's kind of been my mantra, and I've heard that quite a bit in my personal experience and dealings with you know, customers or customer service. And that is just asking because, you know, everything's changing daily and we're all doing the best we can. And I have found that there has been a pretty overwhelmingly positive, positive response. Um, and a lot of my interactions with people because, you know, there's such a high level of frustration because there's so so many unknowns and everybody's disrupted and everybody's situation is different or you know there everybody's got a different struggle and i think that can be applied to non-covid time too everybody yeah. just needs to be the best they can well i think it's it's frustrating for me with a son who is high risk seeing all the people that run around without masks. And I wholeheartedly believe that if the CDC said, if you wear a mask, it will protect you, that people would wear masks more than they are now. Because it's, if you wear a mask, it's helping somebody else out. You know they did that, right? They just yeah, they did that. I yeah. know they just did, but how many times have they changed their position? And, you know, you can't blame them. They're learning new stuff all the time. But now there are certain people that I know, and I'm sure everybody else knows, that are like, okay, how many times are they going to change their position? What can we believe? It's just mind control. It's just, well, and it is true. The government shut us down. That is kind of scary. What else can they do? Yeah. He brings up a good point. 
Yeah, that is a really good point. And at some point, I mean, if it is as bad as they say it is, maybe it's a good thing, but also, I don't know. I don't know the right answer. I just know, and I think I said this camping, but like two, three years from now, when this is all passed, Mike DeWine's going to like make an announcement on TV and everyone's going to like cower. Like that man's going to shut us down. He's never, he never Daddy has good news. Car around. <laughs> I think it'll be interesting to see how many um, COVID governors are reelected. That'll, wow. be, that'll be a topic of discussion at some point we should, we should think about. Well, the COVID president's not been reelected, so <laughs> the stats aren't starting out pretty good. <laughs> All right. What is the question of the week? I didn't get to hear it yet. The question of the week. And I think it sounds to me like the sirens are going to have a relatively easy time answering the question. But it is only during difficult times that we're able to find our own strength and courage. So during this difficult time, what is the best thing that has happened to you because of COVID? That's the question of the week. Oh, I like it. That is a good one. Like it. And I guess we'll talk about our responses in the next episode. We will. For episode three, we'll talk about our responses. And you can, as a as a sud, as a listener, respond to our question on Facebook and on Instagram. Just search for us at Siren Soapbox. And we look forward to hearing from you guys next time. Thanks. That's a wrap. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was fun. All right. So when we said that the podcast would not make sure it would not ruin our friendship, I did not know this was about who was Rachel Ray's best friend. <laughs> oh, right. you think she's your best friend? No, but apparently you and LC are fighting. We are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part I the drama. You've been listening. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. Do you remember back when Jess said something about Thanksgiving? I had to figure out Thanksgiving plans, you know, because that's coming up. So I got off the phone with my mom after figuring out we weren't going to be able to do Thanksgiving and went downstairs and cried. And he proposed a different idea. And, you know. Okay, so after editing, I had to contact Jess and I had to find out what this idea is because Thanksgiving's coming up and there's probably a lot of us wondering what we are going to do for Thanksgiving. So Ben came up with a genius idea and I had Jess record it. So I will play that for you guys now. Um, as far as the process for Thanksgiving, um, our idea... Well, mostly Ben's idea is to, um, he proposed a essentially food exchange, um, and we would drop stuff off at everybody's places so that we can still see them. Um, obviously not hang out or, you know, go inside, but do, you know, like a, a porch hello 
individual family is going to make what they would make for Thanksgiving and um, portion it out um, for each household. And then we will um, stop at the houses on the way up 75 to my parents and um, pick up the food and then start at my parents and work our way back down 75 and drop everything off for the exchange and say hi and then when we all get to sit down and eat it'll essentially be like we are having a Thanksgiving dinner with our loved ones and we still get to see them for the holiday so that is our COVID safe Thanksgiving plan. Isn't that amazing and a great workaround? So if you guys get creative with what you are doing for your Thanksgiving, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Siren Soapbox. Comment on episode two. Uh, we hope you guys have a very happy and safe Thanksgiving. And now we'll continue with the outro. <laughs> You've been listening to another episode of Siren Soapbox. Before you go, please show your support by subscribing and leaving an honest review for the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay connected to the Sirens on Facebook at Siren Soapbox. And if you haven't already, tell your community about the Siren Soapbox so they can join this thriving sisterhood too. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.